Blog Talk Radio. You ready for the show? You ready for the show? Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. The show for the black. Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. I am black. That doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to attack. I'm just like you, a human. Red blood, emotions, a moving figure. But you're treating me like I'm about to pull a trigger. Cause I'm black. You put in the West on me. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, yeah. Black soap, you're around table talk radio. It's here to show. It's here to unify black people. Yeah. It's here to get you inside. Get you more today. Black soap, you're around table talk radio. The show for the black. Black Soap, you're on table talk radio. Show the party starts. Black Soap, you're on table talk radio. Listen and get this pipe. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth. And I'm your host, just some guy named Jay, like I've always been. Oh, yes. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together. Let me start that over. I don't like the way my my mouth, my tongue got in my way. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show that's not being hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian. But, hey, we're going to put on a great show just as good as all those people, too. So listen up. Tonight's main topic, well, tonight is open mics. Yes. We're going to talk about whatever comes to mind, whatever you want to talk about, we're going to talk about it. Chris Brown. Uh, we could talk about that. We could talk about the, uh, the the woman that was raped in Atlanta and it was on Facebook Live. You know, you could talk about all that stuff. Uh, women who don't have custody of their children. Um, that would have been a great show for former co-hosts and things like that. Anything you all want to talk about, we can talk about it. Uh, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. Also joining us for this discussion are radio hosts on the WDRB radio network, Allie and Shay of Making Connections. But before we get into that, I just want to say you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. I also want to say that you can get in touch with Comedic Fitness and Wellness you know, get in touch with Comedic Fitness and Wellness so you can better heal your mind, body, and spirit. Check them out at www.cometicfitnessandwellness.blogspot.com. I also want to give a shout-out to Kendra D. 
the Kendra D experience will return sometime this fall on the Big Woo Radio Network. In the meantime, you can visit her. Oh, did I say the fall? I said the fall. What am I saying the fall for? Everybody had time for that. Everybody <laughs> waiting that long. It's actually coming out February, late February on Big Woo Radio. But in the meantime, visit her official promo blog at www.kendradblog.blogspot.com. Yes, yes, and, and definitely check her out and get familiar with all that. So let's go on ahead and bring on everybody. Oh, I see the see a butterfly and popped in here. Let me before I get into all that. Let me bring on Adrian Charleston. Adrian Charleston. Yeah, I didn't think you were bringing me on. I thought you were going to go ahead and start without me. I'm sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I didn't see you. I I thought you weren't coming. Hey. Strange things been happening, so I was like, okay, well, Adrian's not... I was on here before you even started, and then I was like, well, I couldn't press one because it hadn't started, and then I was like, oh, I didn't even press one. So then I pressed one, and you were like, oh, she's here. I've been on the phone the whole time. Oh, okay, well, now now I know. Now I see you. (laughs) This is Adrian Charlton, co-host of Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio. I apologize for not... Not saying her name in the introduction, but I just didn't think we would have one tonight. Uh, like I said, we don't go on because See? the show is ready. We go on because it's because it's nine o'clock and it's Tuesday. You know I'm gonna fuss at you later, but that's okay. Oh, I'm fine. That's, that's I'm, I'm ready. Let's bring it. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on ahead and bring on our 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 guests. I was about to call them co-hosts, but let me. <laughs> my, my, I'm getting in my way tonight. All right. Let's bring on Allie. Allie. Hey, how are you? Oh, yeah. Hey, just doing a show. I got the wrong sound for you, bro. <laughs> Woo, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. We're, we're glad, to, glad to have you on. All right, let's bring on your coast. That's what we call it. We call it the coast. <laughs> Shut <Shay. laughs> Just stop it. All right, Shay, don't start already. <laughs> don't, don't start already. <laughs> Shay. Uh-oh, it's not working for you. Oh, here we go. Oh, I'm sure it's Shay now. I want some applause, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the people. <laughs> the people are sleeping. Yeah, not not because of you, but because it's nine o'clock and it's Tuesday. All right, all right. I'm glad to have <laughs> glad to have you all here. Uh, now, before we get into, well, let me let you all know this: is how our show goes down. Uh, you know, we ask you questions, we do a quick interview conversation with you. About nine thirty ish, we take calls from the listeners, and then after we take calls, we'll also, uh, you know, if they have any follow up questions or if they want to dive into the topic, at ten o'clock. We have our break. After we come back from the break, we have Butterfly Flow. After Butterfly Flow, we have the Plug Away segment. So anybody that wants to plug their business, plug their music, plug whatever they have going on, you're welcome to plug that during the Plug Away segment. Then we'll get right back into our topic. And then after the topic, that's our show. So are you all ready? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. I'm definitely ready. I'm for- I'm glad you guys are in a in a giggly mood today. Y'all are making me uh y'all tickling me too. I like this. Now that's that's a like, nervous laugh right there. <laughs> oh, okay. I, we do those things. 
Me and Adrian do them too sometimes. <laughs> so we, we know all about that. We, we'll, yeah. Oh, man. Well, we, the laugh's got to come from At least it's a laugh. We'll say that. All right. Before I get to the, the Q&A segment, before I put you two back in the hot seat and interrogate you like a cop, uh, let the people know about your show. Let the people know about your show and who you guys are. Okay, we're Allie and Jay was making. Oh, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to call your name. I was going to call on my coach to do it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, um, our show is Making Connections with Allie and Shay, and we're on WDRB on Mondays at 2 p.m. And we're just trying to be that connection between people, uh, places, things, resources to help you brighten your uh, ideas, uh, your mindset, help you to be a better you. So we're just trying to connect people with other people. <laughs> what she said. That's right, girl. Child. <laughs> what was that? Huh? Who was that? No, I was going to say she forgot to mention that we're also on Ruach. On Saturdays at 12 noon oh. Eastern Standard Time. So we just, we're yeah. on two platforms now. We're excited, but we just started WDRB recently. So it's a little different um, format, but it's exciting. Very much, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jay, you there? Hello? Is that Adrian? Yes, this is Adrian. I guess Jay went away. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> she normally does the whole interview portion. So um, I guess I'll just jump on in. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm, I'm back. Uh, I apologize. I uh, Go ahead, Adrian. Yeah, I want to know how long have you all been doing your show and um, what got you started? Uh, we've been doing it since uh, Mother's Day, 2018. That was our very first show on that Ooh. Saturday. And, yeah, so not quite a year yet. Still learning. Okay, okay cool. All right, Jay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I apologize, my call dropped, but I'm, I'm like I said, let's uh, get back in it. Um, I, well, this is a question I've, I've been wanting to ask you all. Um, you have the two shows. Actually, it's just one show, but one is on the internet and the other one's on WDRB. Um, well, well, one's on the Facebook. Uh, what, what, what do you guys use for the? It's the uh, the Facebook uh, player, right? From your um, from your page. That's that's the original show, and then the uh, the other one's on WDRB. Um, uh, now you know it's it's pretty much one's on Saturday and one's on Monday, and you know of course they're on the two different platforms. Uh, why um how come you all just don't play the one from um? Well, let me get my question right. Actually, I, I know what I want to ask, but I got to make sense. Uh, it got to make sense outside of my head. 
<laughs> um, why why not have like why not do them differently or have a different uh uh huh? I, I guess I don't I don't really I, I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. I guess not. You can't read minds. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, my my uh my question that's not formulated all the way is uh. They're the same title, but they're just on two different platforms, and they're actually presented differently. Uh, instead of doing it that way, if you just ever thought about just doing two separate shows, like having making making connections be just the internet one, I mean, will be the uh, the Facebook page one, and then the one on WDRB have a different, uh, you know, just make that a different production altogether, or or, or why why'd you decide to do it this way? Well, basically, um, like like I said before, we just started with WDRB, so we definitely wanted our listeners to follow us on that platform, so we didn't want to make a lot of changes with that, you know, at this juncture. Um, we're still learning that platform. Now, on Saturdays, we are live, but on the Monday shows, they're pre-recorded, so... Um, I know we wanted to kind of keep the name the same, especially initially, just because, you know, we don't want people to get confused with the name. We just want, you know, hey, making connections, you see that, you know, that's us. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. So you don't, you know, split the attention and split the, you know, your your uh, your core audience, you know, might go, well, what is this? You know, what what's, what's this show? And they might not, you know, might not be as supportive because they think it's something totally different, you know? Right. Yeah. So I guess that makes a lot of sense to, uh, to, to maintain it that way. Now, what are, aside from one being live and one being pre-recorded, what are some of the other differences between the two shows or is it pretty much just the same? Okay. I'll take that one. Hello. Can you all hear me? Yeah, I said Shay. I was gonna let her take that one. Oh, okay. Well, they're pretty much the same. Um, hopefully, on this new platform, we'll get more people. Um, because, like in our area where we are, there's not a lot of people here to well who have jumped on board. You know, with wanting to be on the show or whatever. We've had a lot of people, but they were outside of the area. So. Being on WDRB, thinking that maybe, you know, that area, in, in that area of Charlotte, uh, we'll get more people on there. And then maybe by the people when we're on Facebook and our people on there hear more people being on there, that they will prompt them to be on there and want to be on, be on the show or, you know, want to listen and make and every week, weekly. Because we get people in and out listening, but we want to keep other uh, people listening weekly, you know, and know that, hey, um, making connections is on now, and we're going to, you know, stop whatever we're doing, we're going to listen. But pretty much they're going to be probably the same type of show, but they're probably going to be different guests on each time, like WDRB. If you listen to uh, us on Facebook with making connections or Instagram or whatever, that Saturday. Okay, and then you turn around that Monday and listen to WDRB. It's probably going to be different people there, though. So we're going to have different people each show 
So right now, like she said, we're just learning. We are trying to figure it out. But we want to try to keep both places here, like she said, so that our listeners that we already have will still be able to come and listen to us as well. So we're just learning. So once we figure it out, I guess then, I don't know, we'll, we'll probably still keep both of the shows up. I don't know if I answered your question or not, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot what I asked. But that was great. Whenever I asked, that was a great answer. I know. <laughs> he said whatever I asked. <laughs> he said whatever I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Jay is always yeah, welcome. That, <laughs> but one thing I oh, like yeah. one thing I like that's different about the Saturday show is that you have a little bit more time to be, you know, to get to the intimate details of the person's yeah. story. Um, on Mondays, it's a, on Saturdays, it's an hour show, and on Mondays, it's a 30-minute show. And they, you know, they do commercials, and they run a little music. So, and, you know, we do music, and we can run commercials, but I think the Saturday show gives us a little bit more time with the guests truly formulate, you know, what's happening, uh-huh. so... And then sometimes we are on site with the people, and that definitely 30 minutes wouldn't be ample enough time to do what we need to do. So, yeah, that Saturday hour, yeah, that's the main thing that I really like about it, that it's a little bit longer on the Saturday. Yeah, and also, too, I, I, I suppose with the Saturday show, since it being mostly on the uh, the phone, you can reach people that are not actually in Charlotte, not actually in Hickory or in the surrounding cities. Right. Uh, but, oh, yeah, but the show on Monday, you know, it's, pretty, it's in the studio, so if they're not local or if they're not in town, you know, by the time you guys do it, I guess, you know, that, that's, that's one restriction right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Now, uh, speaking of restrictions, is there anything um, that you guys can't do on the WDRB show that you can do on the live show on Saturday? Like, because I know there's different sets of rules or, uh, I mean, do you have less control and things like that on the Monday show? No, I don't think so. Um, I think, I think actually, I know that the Saturday show is Christian based. That doesn't mean we just talk about church and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of the other um, radio personalities on the WCRC, you know, they get into a lot heavier topics. So, you know, I don't think there's any uh, restrictions on either, you know, just not no bashing. But, you know, if you're um, covering current topics or, you know, some of the topics might be touchy, it is just what it is. Ah, okay, okay. And speaking of touchy subjects, what are some of the touchy subjects that you all talked about? Shay? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I I love that pause. That that means that. that, Oh, we're about to get into it. (laughs) No, No, I don't think we've touched on anything that's um, like, taboo necessarily but we just touched on things like you know domestic violence um physical and sexual abuse human trafficking we just had that show last saturday 
Um, that was pretty, you know, hearing that story is pretty intense. And, you know, like we say, um, the topics that we're covering, it's not that people don't know about it, it's, but we're just trying to bring more awareness because when you hear about, even when you hear, say, you hear about somebody having cancer, you feel sorry or you're like, oh, that is really, that's terrible. But until it hits your family or something like that, it doesn't really hit home to you. So with every show, we try to bring some type of awareness, even if it's about homeless people, you know, and, you know, you may not be able to feed everybody, but what little part you can do, get involved. So I don't think we've had any, like, taboo necessarily topics, but we've had a lot of emotional and, you know, just real-life topics. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Now, as far as your show, um, because there's so many podcasts, there's so many shows, there's so many, uh, I mean, there's just so many, so many, and and so many ways you can listen, so many apps that have so many shows on and things like that. What makes Allie and Shay in Making Connections different from all the other shows that's out there? What what makes you all stand out? What what can people get on your show that they can't get on too many other shows? Shay? <laughs> I don't know why she won't answer questions. <laughs> I'm going to say, Come on, you get Allie. Huh? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Is there, are we still on? Everybody on? Okay. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I didn't heard you, except for the parts where you weren't speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I said, well, basically for me, uh, you get Allie and Shay. They're not on any other show but the Allie and Shay show. <laughs> you get uh, oh, yeah. real talk from real people who've had real experiences who care about people and want to push them to, you know, be better and get out of their comfort zone, get out of their fear zone, and, you know, walk in purpose, whatever your purpose is, you know. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now, you know, one of the things that I like about your show, uh, I haven't heard I haven't heard a lot of them, but the ones that I have heard, one of the things, and even when I was a guest on the show, I, I'd even say I'd throw that show in there as well. Um, a lot of the, uh, like when you guys are interviewing the guests, one thing I love about you all is that it's like you guys are learning right, right along with the audience, you know. Um, it's like you're not just asking for them to, you know, for them to give the information just so for the listeners, but it's almost like you all are doing it for yourselves as well and taking notes like, Oh yeah, we could use that. Okay, we yeah, we could, we could, you know, like that. That's what. Go ahead. No, it's just you know saying yeah, yeah. Oh yes, oh yes. That's I I certainly like that. You know, uh, you know, yeah. Because uh, with the interviews, you know, it it makes it more, uh, you know, it makes it more. Uh, I don't have I don't have a thesaurus in front of me, but I guess I could find a word a synonym for. <laughs> Whatever word I'm trying to find here, but but uh, but yeah, that that is one of the that is the, I think the magic of the uh, of making connections is that you know you're not just asking the questions just to set it up so they can give a certain answer for the audience, but it, you know you guys are asking for yourselves as well and, and applying some of the things you're you're learning and listening to, you know. Yeah, 
Exactly. And um, it's like, and, you know, I think Adriana asked, too, you know, why do we start the show? But it's true because every, you know, every, even if it's domestic violence and we haven't been through it, but it's helping us to, because we know if God had put us on the show or put this show on our platform, we're going to interact or come across somebody who has, you know, experienced it. So it's definitely for us to gain the wisdom and, you know, to be able to share it with somebody else, to be able to connect people. You know, there was a lady on our show who was just starting an organization, and she needed help. So, you know, through our show and through some of the previous guests, we knew she was on the same path as some of them, so we were able to connect her with some other people. So definitely. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, now, do you guys have any uh, success stories from the show? Like uh, any of the guests you had, have, have any of the um, you know listeners or any of the guests come back and say, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, certain such and such listened from your program and got in touch with me, and we got this person some help, or you know, we helped them in this way, or we did business with them." Do you have any uh, anything like that? Any testimonials or anything or anything like that? Shay, you on there? Well, I'll say that, um, I, like I, the one girl I was just speaking about, um, just starting her organization, we were able to put her in contact with somebody, and so they were able, able to help her, <clears throat> you know, because she was in the midst of having an event, and so she was help, able to touch base with somebody else and, you know, be able to get it more organized, get more donations. Um, we've heard, like, we were at WDRB one day for a training, and, you know, I was telling the girl our show, and she's like, are you on, like, she named some station. And I was like, no. She's like, well, are you on this? And I was like, no. She said, I've heard about making connections. She said, well, I don't know who said it, but just know that your show's getting out there. And so then we had one person on, and she just said, I don't hear anything but good things about your show. Um you're encouraging people, keep doing what you're doing. So, you know, it's a start. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. I just want to ask you this, too. Uh, I just came to me. Mama Khadijah, uh, you know, she's, she's, recently, she's joined Blacktopia recently. Uh, shout out to uh, Mama Khadijah. Is she also a part of the WDRB show uh, as far as – I know she does a lot of behind-the-scenes Helping you all out and things like that, but if you also make contributions to the to the Monday show, not as of yet. Uh, oh, that. okay, okay. Oh, not as of yet, um, but she um, she definitely she does all our flyers. She's helped us get guests on. She's helped us, you know, um, think of you know, topics and things that we should have. So she's been very instrumental in this um, production and radio show. So we always give her a shout-out and endorse her every Saturday. You know, we're not running out of time. But um, we definitely plan to have her on. Um, I think we'll be back in the studio in February. So we're definitely going to touch base and have her and her husband with Prison Street Ministries. So, but... 
if you're looking for somebody to encourage you, help you out, do some flyer work and promotions, Medicadesia, that is your girl. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely shout out to her. Um, is there anything that... Uh, uh, you know, I could, I could, I say this. I, I, you gotta, you gotta pardon me uh, with my um. I, I'm multitasking. Not multi. I'm now. I'm on the show, but I'm actually, you know, getting the get word out about the show while we do the show. You know, to get the get our listeners involved and things like that. Cause we got a lot of people who who like to inbox me and say, hey, this is a great show, or they ask questions about the guests and things like that. So, uh, so yeah, you know. But um, speaking of that though, are you guys? Interactive in that way too with your show, like how, how how we do. We're talking like I'm people inboxing me about the guests, you guys, and uh, we're talking Blacktopia things like that. Do you guys have any elements to your show uh, that you know that that allows listeners to interact with you all during the show, or you know email or you know anything like that? Yes, on the Saturday show we have. Um... Usually when I'm posting, um, I'll, I'll put the number you can call in. And, you know, I know some people say they have issues with, you know, Internet or they don't do Internet stuff. So um, I post the number, and, you know, everybody can call the same number. It's, we just unmute the lines for the guests. But there's also a link that I post, and you can go to that link. And it brings up our live page, and it has a chat roll. Um, haven't really got too many people involved with that yet, but it's available. Oh, okay, okay. Good, good. Yeah, we got a chat as well. You know, shout out to everybody listening to us in the chat room. Uh, if you have any questions for Allie and Shelly and you don't want to get online, definitely definitely pop it in, you know, in the chat, and we'll, we'll you know, we'll ask it. Anything you want to talk about is fair game. We're doing our open mic show tonight. We have Allie and Shane. We have Adrian Charleston. Adrian Charleston. Oh, actually, Adrian Charleston, I'll pass the mic to you for uh, pass the mic to you for some additional questions and things like that. If you're listening in on the link, give us a call at. 929-477-3872. If you're listening in from the link or an app or anything like that, the website, just give us a call, 929-477-3872, and press 1. We'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1, and we'll bring you on. Uh, actually, we have a caller, but actually, before we do, Adrian Charleston, is there anything you want to ask him right quick? Yeah, I just I just want to ask, um, can both of you share a little bit about yourselves and your background briefly, just to, you know, people like to know more about you and who you are and where you come from and all the other great stuff. And if you can just share a little bit with, um, you know, as much as you want people to know, um, <laughs> share a little bit with us and the listeners so we can um, get to know you a little better. Um, as we said, I'm Allie, <laughs> and I live in Hickory, North Carolina, and um, um, I don't have any children, but I have several godchildren, uh, one in particular who I pretty much raised. Um, I work in IT, but I also, um, have a travel business. You know, 2018, God opened a lot of doors for me. Um, started with the travel business and then went into radio 
And so I'm trying to, you know, in the process of building both, I'm also a pastor. So there you have it. <laughs> okay, my name is Shay, and I am um, I'm from Hickory, North Carolina as well. Um, I have a 23-year-old son. Well, he's my godson, but I raised him, so he's my son. And I work in banking and finance and fraud um, for um, a place in Hickory. And I love music and theater. And we started, like you said, with the uh, radio station. And I had a desire to do that, but I'm not, people already probably know, I'm not as vocal as Alicia. Um, I don't. I talk, but I do get, the cat gets my tongue when I'm talking. And I know people are listening or whatever, but I'm trying to get over that little hurdle there. But, uh, yeah, that's just a little bit about myself. All right. Oh, yeah. That, that, good, good. A lot of that stuff I didn't even know. So, <laughs> so thank you all so oh, much yeah. for that. All right, Jay, go to your caller. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have a caller. Caller in the five seven one three three seven. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, this is JB. What's going on, people? JB, how you Hello. doing? Hey. I, I'm cool as I'm as cool as the other side of the pillow. You know. <laughs> what's going on, JB? Jay? What's your... I got a quick question. Um, oh yes, go ahead. I'm, I want to know everyone's take on. I'm pretty sure that people seen the video that went viral of the 12-year-old that was punched by the white man at the mall. And, you know, I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts because I've heard so many con- conflicting views and opinions about it. And, you know, if you have seen it, what's your take, what's your think, what's your take on it? Or if you've heard about it, you know, what's been the, what, the, what have the conversations been like? I honestly have not heard heard of it yet, so I'm trying to Google real quick. So anybody else want to talk? Uh, go ahead. Hey, this is this is Adrian. Hey, JB, how are you? Hey, what's going on, Adrian? Nothing much. Cool. Um, um, yeah, I watched it. I, I have conf- I am conflicted within myself just because you know we see things from our perception. So my perception is that the way I grew up, my mom always said don't put your hands on anybody and not expect to get hit, and that included men, just because, you know, you shouldn't. And he did place himself there to try to squelch another situation, but he should have had a lot more constraint to not hit that little girl because there is another video I actually saw today of this woman approaching a bunch of, um, they were like teens, black teens, in a bicycle rally, and she just went up to them and she's fussing and cussing and going off. Now, if one of them would have hit her, they would have been completely wrong, but she's literally in their faces grabbing their bikes, fussing, going off to the point where the man she was with came up with a gun, and she was like, there he is right there in the red, like pointing them out like she wanted him to get shot. So it's, 
if these teams, you know, black teams can show restraint for a woman that is pretty much grabbing their bikes, yelling in their faces, and doing all this other stuff, there's a different way he could have handled that little girl. And she was coming at him. He pushed her. She was coming at him straight like she was ready to fight. But he could have pushed her again away and been like, okay, get out of here, little girl. But I've seen a man get jumped by a bunch of little girls. It's not pretty. He didn't He didn't really fight back, but he got jumped by a bunch of little girls. So, because I, I was in the middle of it trying to stop it. I know it sounds crazy. I was trying to stop it. He was in the wrong. We were trying to get him to leave. I was chaperoning his 16-year-old party. He would not leave. Because in his mind, this was a public space, but we're like, no, we rented this space. And he was like, well, I like the music. And we're like, these are 16-year-old girls. You will not be here at a 16-year-old party. And he would not leave. So the girls, all basketball players, were like, oh, you're not going to leave this party? And I I had to move out the way. So Maybe he was channeling his inner R. Kelly. And, And he may have been, and that was our fear. That was me and the mother's fear because... We're there chaperoning <laughs> 16 year 16, 17-year-olds, and you're here, and you shouldn't be. I like the music. I like the DJ. Well, you're going to have to like it from outside the establishment. So, I mean, I've seen all angles of this. So there is a different way, a definite different way that he could have handled this. So, yeah, that's my opinion on it. And, so, and I say that because I've I'm seen sorry. it handled differently before. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I was going to say, I, so I couldn't find the exact case. So what happened to the little girl? Uh, a man killed her? No, no he, he her. punched her. He just knocked he the hell her out of her. in the face. Yeah, he knocked her out. Okay, and it was a grown man. Yes, so it was, it was a bunch of little girls apparently trying to attack another girl and her mother. And the man, I don't know what. You know, it was black girls. I don't know what the race of the girl they were trying to attack was because I didn't couldn't pick that out in the video. And gotcha. apparently, from you know the information I got after was that he came in trying to break it up because of the it was like a big thing at a mall on the outside of a mall, and he was trying to break it up. One story was that he was the father, but later on they said he came trying to break it up and get you know this mother and child out of it. Into safety. Yeah. I think maybe he should yeah. just stay focused on getting them out of the area. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because right, right. He said, I mean, sometimes, I mean, some of these twelve-year-olds are pretty big. And granted, she's still twelve years old, and he definitely shouldn't have done that. But maybe he should have just stayed focused on getting them away from the the group, and you know, because. He, your temper rises and you do things that, and you know, he might be regretting it, of course, you know, heart, you know, wholeheartedly right now, but yeah, he never should have punched her. I, I, I don't personally, I feel this way from the way I look at it. I see ratchet girls. I see piss poor parenting. Because from the time that I grew up, even as 11 or 12 year old, you knew better when you were at the mall and you knew how to act and conduct yourself. And, and, and when you look at the youth nowadays, nobody really wants to call these girls out, and no one really wants to call their parents out or the lack of parenting. So 
if they were taught and raised the right way, they wouldn't be out acting like a bunch of wild kids. They they would know how to act. I, I have a 22-year-old daughter, and I can guarantee you that whenever she's been out and about, she knows how to conduct herself because she knows she's, she knows she's representing me and her mother. And anytime she's confronted, especially by a grown man, I told her, you put your hands on someone, you can expect someone to put their hands back on Because you don't know, especially nowadays, you really don't know what people are capable of and you don't know what's on their mind and you don't know what they're going through. You see whether they're young teenagers, older teenagers acting the way these girls were, hey, they were just flat out being ratchet young brats. Could he have handled it a different way? Of course he could have. But then... And in the same time, you got these other girls edging her on to attack this man. So when you say you saw the man getting beaten up by those by those group of girls, I think he would have had every right if he would have laid all of them out. Mm-hmm. Because in the right, because at the end of the day, who knows what they would have done? Right, right. And again, I was trying in that situation. I was trying to break. I was I was literally standing between him and the girls, and the mom was standing beside me. She had been drinking because, you know, it's her daughter's birthday at they party, which is why I was there to help. I'm trying to talk to this man to tell him to leave this 16-year-old party, and the next thing I know, hands were going over my head. So <laughs> I had to back out the way. And I think he ended up backing up. Like, they didn't go after him, after him, but he got hit a couple times. So, you know, and I'm trying to pull them back, and it was, you know, it's exactly like you said. My mom taught me don't put your hands on anybody, anybody, and not expect to get hit back. Yeah. So. Yeah. In that situation, well, you just left him on the board. He don't need to be hanging there on that 16-year-old. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And he was clearly well, in the wrong, because well, even when... Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish that, Adrian. Oh, I was going to say, in my situation, he ended up calling the police, and they were like, I mean, literally, okay, they hit you, but if we take any of them in, you have to go in, too, because you were trespassing after they told you to leave. So, mm-hmm. you know, he couldn't do anything because we told him to leave numerous times. So, yeah. yeah. So it was a whole well, situation. Oh, yes. Well, JB, thank you for the call. Uh, you want to plug Big Woo Radio or anything coming up before we take the next call? Hey, of course, you know, uh, Sunday's off topic, 6 p.m., of course, Tuesday night, Brutally Honest Radio with yours truly. And, of course, we have an awesome Flowetic Poetry Show, which is all about uplifting and helping people uh, come together. And, and making making things and making business happen. So definitely appreciate it, Jay. Enjoying the show as well. Definitely, Jay. Yes. Definitely thank you for tuning. Oh yes, we, we we're glad you uh chimed in. I'm I'm gonna definitely check you out. Check you guys out. Going ahead and take the next caller. Caller in the uh oh, we still there? Okay, caller in the three one three three five two. You're on the air. Who is this? What's going on? What's going on? What's popping? 
Nothing much. Josh Josh What up, though? You know what? I just wanted to, I was listening in, and, you know, y'all, y'all guys was talking about a lot of various topics and everything, touching on a lot of things. <clears throat> The brother, um, the last brother who was on the line, he um, touched on something that I'm constantly, um, I want to say, go back and forth with um, with parents about um, in regards to um, in regards to teaching. Um, I'm of the mind because I do a lot of mentoring, and I'm in, in and out of these high schools and um, youth um, youth mentoring programs and. Um, um, problem, problem, youth homes and everything. I'm of the mind to um, disagree with the brother um, to this extent. You know, he he said that um, you know a lot of the youth, if they were raised correctly in the household, they wouldn't be out here in the streets doing whatever it is they're doing um, that's negative. I um, I tend to disagree with that because we have too many good parents out here who um, spend a lot of time give a lot of effort, um, you know, trying to raise their children correctly. They do what they need to do. They teach what they need to teach for these children to be upstanding citizens outside of the, of the um, parenting circle. But parents shouldn't be held wholeheartedly responsible for what their children choose to do outside of that parenting circle. So what I always say is, you know, I keep their parents encouraged. Continue doing what you're doing. You can't be expected to handcuff a child who's out here making their own decisions as if they're grown, stay outside the parenting circle. It goes back to the old adage of if you know better, you should do better. But the problem with a lot of the youth um, that I find, and I'm primarily up here in Detroit, but you know, Jay, I'm everywhere. Uh, the problem with it, that I see with um, a lot of urban youth and not a lot of suburban youth is that they get outside the parenting circle and they do whatever they want to do. You know, they, they, they are then being parented and influenced by their peers, social media, and whatever else is going on outside of, outside in the community, outside of their immediate parenting circle. So they have to ask in the community. But when they're at home, they act totally different. And that's what I find myself running into, I would say, a good 80% of the time. It's not even the parents. It's it's the kids, you know, choosing not to do what's best for themselves, not great, making bad, greater decisions. This is why I teach my daughter. She's 12, will be 13 next month, going on about 21. <laughs> so this is why I teach my daughter that um, you need to make better decisions. There are consequences that come with every decision you make. You are at the age where you are influenced by outside influences that's greater than me or your mom when you're in your peer groups, when you're in school. You know, they are, you know, and we have to we have to be realistic about that. These are these these influences outside of us can be greater than us. You know, um realistically a lot of kids spend more time with their peer groups than they do actually around their parents if you count school and school activities, et cetera, et cetera. So we have to teach them to make better decisions. We have to teach them that there are consequences that come with bad decisions. Um, you know, and um, if, they, if they did better, I just feel like if they did better um, in terms of decision-making and being influenced by 
outward influences, you know, they would um, act better. Their behavior would be, would be a little better. So that that's my little two cents on, on your show tonight, Jay. You know, I can get on here and, and, and be very loquacious, but I'm not. So. Hello? You guys Hello? Thank you, Ja. I, I do want to say that, that part of what you said about, you know, the parents and um, all of that is still right, towards the to? end. This is Adrian. Hey. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hey, Adrian. What's up, Butterfly? Hey. I don't recognize your voice no more. I ain't talked to you in like 20 years. Yeah, and I'm a little sick, so it's a little deeper than usual. So, oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, like, it kind of, like, towards right, the end, it's still child. I'm up, Jay. <laughs> it's still kind of going back to the parenting because mm-hmm. I was trying to, um, like it's something. It has to be something in that child and something in the parenting because, in within all of it, like you said, you still teach your child what to do, how to act, and even when you're not around, mm-hmm. and it has to be something that the parents are doing more of to get them to get mm-hmm. the children to understand that there are consequences to your actions. There are things that can happen to you because my mom did it and you're doing it with your mm-hmm. child. I've done it with my child. So people, I mean, parents are able Let to Let me ask it. you a question. It's just Let me ask you a question, to, Yes. Let me ask you a question real quick. So the way you raise your son is very, um, is very, uh, what well, is very admirable. But, um, your son can either choose to your son can either choose to mm-hmm. um take the words that you use, the actions that you show him in terms of how he raised and he can apply those things or he can't. You know, he won't. Right. So it 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 does go back and I'm not i I'm not debating you, I'm just trying to show you a, a different perspective. Because we have great parents out here, Adrian, and we have mm-hmm parents who raise their children in different types of ways, but it's still equal greatness, you know, no matter how attentive we are, no matter how given we are, no matter how understanding and, and no matter how much we use communication with our children, at the end of the day, that still doesn't, that still, we still um, have to understand that that child has an individual mind of their own. They can mm-hmm. be instilled with the greatest equalities and outside of the greatest parenting, they can choose to not do the do the right thing. So in that sense, again, you 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 are legitimate in what you said. They they may there may be some things or something that we can that um us as parents can can help um our children retain what it is that we're teaching them. But on the flip mm-hmm. side, some of that responsibility got to go on the child, like. You know, like I know, you know, you you down there in the Carolinas, I'm up here in Michigan and Detroit and everything, and we both have been all over. You know, like I know, these kids are a mess, can be a mess from 12 all the way on up. Despite what we do at home, we can we can choose to um, not spare the rod. We can choose to punish them. We can raise them. We can raise them in in a very strict, you know, way where they can't do anything except for follow rules and regimens and all this stuff. And sometimes we can raise them um, in a very loose way, you know, where they can, you know, parents trying to be the best friend, et cetera. But, again, once they get outside of us, you know, um, young man or, or young woman, sometimes they do what they want to do. So my question yeah, is right. this. You're a therapist. You're a therapist. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that you have encountered um, 
I'm pretty sure that you have um, provided therapy in a parenting circle. What advice do you give to good parents who do, who are doing everything in their power except for their children are just out there, you know, doing whatever they want to do outside of what the parents are teaching them? And sometimes I don't go to the parents. Sometimes I'll go to the kid because, like you said, it is some. It mm-hmm. is a right, lot of right. times their choice. So I was trying to right. – what I was trying to get to is like a solution to how we can help the parents help their children. Like what is the magic thing that – because all these children aren't doing it, granted. But it seems mm-hmm. like a lot because that's what the TV and media is showing us. But it's not – there are children that are doing the right thing. There are children that are walking away. Like I said, these little boys that um, were approached by the white woman on their bike, and then she got her man or husband or whoever involved with a gun. Like, they did the right thing because they really could have done something to her instead of just getting mm-hmm. away from her. So it's right, like kind of right. what, what is the formula? Like, I'm more about – I'm not blaming. I'm not saying the parents, but what can right, the right, parents right. do – to help in the formula of getting this out to their children so their children know, yes, they're their choice, but they have to know that there's consequences to these choices. And I think that's where the communication or something is missing that these kids, a lot of kids are not seeing that there are, are, you know, consequences to your actions. They just do instead of thinking or being mindful of what's going on. They just do a lot of times. Definitely. Definitely. And definitely, and John, I say, definitely. I, I, go ahead, Allie. No, I was just going to say, and I think, you know, both of you are right. It's just, you know, each situation is different. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, some of us, you know, were right. I know I was raised right. I was scared of my mom. You know, she'd be like, don't, you better watch what you're doing because you never know <clears> where <throat> I'm going to show up. You know what I'm saying? But even though mm-hmm. he had told me that, there were times where I just acted a fool, you know. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. parents are, you know, they hear about situations, but then I've seen parents where, you know, people have told them what their children were doing. They're like, not my child. My child don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So they mm-hmm. um, encourage what they're doing because they know, I don't care if you tell my mama, she ain't, you can't, you know, can't come to her because she's going to support me. You know what I'm saying? So I think as parents, mm-hmm. we definitely always have to hear what's yeah. going on and acknowledge it and be like, don't play me. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. And then I think, too, sometimes when we do that and we coddle our children that, you know, they still fall into that, well, I'm going to follow my friends because I got more peer pressure mm-hmm. from my friends than I do from my parents. <clears throat> I have more pressure mm-hmm. to, you know, follow them and act up when they act up. Then I'm, I'd rather deal with the consequences at home than the consequences from, mm-hmm. you know, my circle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Thank you for that, Allie. Jock Sell, thank you for calling in. I was actually trying to speak no to problem, you. No problem, bro. But I, I actually muted myself. But definitely, there. is there anything you want to plug before we take the next call or before break? Anything you want to say? Any no, 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 I'm good. I'm, you know, y'all, you know, all y'all keep up the good work, Jay. Me and you already had a conversation when I was um, in Baton Rouge. You know, me and you already had a conversation. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Adrian. You know, I have much respect for you and admiration for for what you do and been doing over the years since I um, first met you in Blacktopia. Ali, you know, you keep up the good work with what you do and everything. I I pay I pay attention to um, your post and all that stuff. So. 
And, you know, I wish all y'all success. And, um, you know, y'all keep up. Y'all keep up this positive platform, you know. Thank you. All right. Oh, yes. Definitely. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the next caller. And then after the caller, we're going to take a break. Caller in the 704-606. You're on the air. Who is this? This is Brandon. What's going on, John? Brandon, how you doing? Throw some claps on it for you. Appreciate it, my brother, man. It's an honor to be on the line with you all. I didn't really hear the topic, but listening to other people speak, um, assuming it's about responsibility and uh, being uh, held accountable for your actions. And, uh, well, I Oh, I didn't mean to cut you. Well, I just want to get this in right quick for anybody listening. Uh, this is open mic tonight, so anything you want to talk about is fair game. So if you want to add on to what you heard, that's fine. If you want to talk about something different, that's fine too. Well, um, to uh, what was said, uh, you know, responsibility and accountability starts at the house. And, um, we all know that they say it takes a village to raise a child. So when you see somebody out there acting up, a lot of times we don't step in as men and women. And uh, I'm not talking about boys and girls, but that's good if they do because that's something that may have been instilled in them. But we need to step up and uh, kind of come to these kids' aid and uh, kind of talk to them like if they were your own child. A lot of times we're afraid that, the outcome might be, you know, different. But a lot of times I talk to any and everybody, um, and it, and, and it kind of opens up for more uh, uh, situations. Maybe they might be going through something, and you can kind of sense it. So you kind of know where you stand when you take the approach to even speak to that child or whoever. Even adults need uh, a lot of guidance. So, um, yeah, on that extent, I think that um, it's all about um, accountability. If I'm out and I see something, um, if I have it in my heart to do something about it, I should. I shouldn't let that moment pass me by, you know. Uh, But, uh, yeah, John, you know, I just want to plug also and talk about that, you know, we just had a tragedy at our family. Oh, yes. Oh yeah, uh, two two lose, or two tragedies. Yeah, man, yeah. back back to back, and losing um, you know, family members and um, people that's close to you, kind of sum um, life up, and, and um, to put it in perspective, um, you know, to live on purpose is to you know kind of get closer to God as you can, you know, and, and walk in the image of Jesus. Christ, uh, as, as we know him, and um, yeah, it's kind of been a hard time, a, a rough week, but um, man, you just got to kind of like release everything and just, you know, being that we are still here is a blessing in itself, and uh, I think, you know, if we start to really like love ourselves more, then I think it can be spread throughout the world. But a lot of times we're not focused on ourselves. Um, 
And that's why I believe it's a lot of stuff that goes on and why things happen the way that they do. And uh, I don't think there's no real solution to it because um, nobody ever knows the father's way. So trying to figure it out never really works. But to uh, show love to your neighbor, love yourself first, and to show love to your neighbor is a matter of a choice. And um, I would just tell y'all, man, let's just choose to continue to do the right thing, man. Don't waste your effort on negativity. Spend it in places where um, it's not going to be watered at. It's, it's, it's no uh, benefit. And um, oh, yeah. I, I know you're saying, like, you know, what reward is in it if you love those who love you? And we need to realize that, you know, uh, everybody deserves uh, love. And don't worry about the outcome, you know, just to start spreading more of it, you know. So what if somebody hurts you or so what if they, they curse you for um, what you're doing? But if it comes from the heart, it's genuine, and you truly will be blessed for it, man. And God bless all y'all. Thank you. And I appreciate this platform that you all have to do what y'all do. And I hope that it continues to grow. And um, I love you, John. You know that. Yes, man. B, I love you too, man. Thank you for calling in. Uh, we're going to take this break. Uh, Brand, you want to uh, you wanna talk some more when we come back from the break and from our segment? Uh, yeah, that would be fine, John. Okay, okay. We'll bring you back on right after our segment. All right. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with some guy named Jay and Adrian Cholson and our guest, Allie and Shay. We want to take this quick break, and we're going to come back with Butterfly Flow and Plug Away. So uh, so sit back and relax. We're going to play this song from Twicey called Rock Your Body. All right. Okay, where? where? Okay, we're having some uh, some stuff going on, but it's all good, though, with the show. You know, like I said, we don't go on because it's ready. We go on because it's Tuesday. And it's nine o'clock. Okay, so I guess we're gonna have to play another another. Tr- okay, here we go. Twice. Put it on me, put it on me, put it on me, girl Why you want me, put it on me, girl 
love no be coco. You know be cheap Your love make a color. I don't color. My baby, oh, oh. you be my lady, oh, oh. my baby, oh, oh, oh. yeah. My baby, oh. girl, I want to rock your body, oh. My baby, oh. girl, I want to rock your body, oh. My baby, oh. girl, I want to rock your body, oh. My baby, oh. girl, I want to rock your body, oh. your girl Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun, dun, Hit dun, me dun. up. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me, I can call you, 937-287-0736, or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com, or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit front me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, what God all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Oh, yes. It's money to be made out here. Win big at the Lucky Panda. This is some guy named Jay, like I've always been. And I want to let you all know that you can win big money out here at the Lucky Panda Adult Arcade, located 2610 Clemson Avenue, Charlotte, North Carolina, right off the plaza. Open seven days a week, days and nights, so come on out. The Lucky Panda has skill games, fish games, and more, including weekly raffles and drawings. So there are plenty of chances for you to win big money. The Lucky Panda also serves free food to the players on Saturdays. So come on out. Again, that's the Lucky Panda. And that's Panda spelled with a 9 instead of a P. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue in Charlotte, North Carolina, right off the plaza. Come on out and win big. See you there. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. 
child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you're saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep some curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. Greetings. This is Basu Lauren with Comedic Fitness and Wellness, a place to become mind, body, and soul fit. We are a mobile health and wellness business that offers yoga, vibrational sound therapy, detox therapy, comedic Reiki, Yoni Steaming, and so much more. We also have products available for purchase, such as herbal pads, smudge sticks, high vibrational waist beads, copper jewelry, and more. You can find us at Committed Fitness and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can give us a call or text at 912-349-9755. We look forward to supporting you in your wellness journey. Peace. Yes. Oh, yes. Welcome back to the second half of Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, some guy named Jay and Adrian Charleston, the true butterfly, and our guests, Allie and Shay. Now, for this segment, you know how we always do after the break? We have butterfly flow. Adrian Charleston. Yes. Hey. Oh yes, you ready for? Uh, hey, yeah. You ready, you ready for? Uh, you ready for the night's butterfly flow? I am actually. So, um, hey everybody, this is Adrian Charleston. I'm a little under the weather, so I may sound a little different, but I'm trying to keep my energy up for this next hour. Um, um, and I want to, on today's Butterfly Flow, we're going to talk about being kind. And actually today I made a post about being kind to one another. And after listening to um, everything Brandon had to say at the end of his um, call, um, right before the break, I decided that, yes, this is what we need to talk about today. Um, so what I wrote about being kind is um, pretty much that's it. Be kind. Don't do it because you're going to get something out of it. Don't do it because, you know, people say, well, you never know who you're talking to, so be nice to people. No, you should just be nice to people. Like, <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to do anything, even especially strangers, because you never know what kind of day they're having. You never know what someone is going through. And just you being kind and saying a kind word, and the kind word could just be thank you. It could just be hello. It could just be any small, simple thing that's not an eye roll or sucking your teeth or having an attitude with someone you don't even know. And and just be kind to your friends. Be kind to the people that you encounter. Just, I mean, again, they may not know what you're going through, 
and you don't know what they're going through. But if we all set out to be kind to each other, maybe we'll begin to share what's going on with each other. And sometimes that's how it gets started. And if some, if you're able to open up and be able to say what's going on with you, sometimes it just makes you feel better. And also, most importantly, you have to be kind to yourself. So, um, and I actually put in my Facebook post, don't treat people the way you want to be treated because there are people out there who feel they don't, they don't, you know, they shouldn't be treated in a nice way or that they should be treated badly or poorly. So if you feel that way, one, get some help, I'm here, um, and two, treat people the way you deserve to be treated because you do deserve to be treated kindly and you deserve to treat others kindly. And it's just all in how you conduct yourself, the way you talk to people, and what you do. You, you Again, you never know how far I think you can go to a fast food worker, someone that you pass by that holds the door open for you, someone that says something nice to you, anything. Even if, you know what, I thank people that don't say nice stuff to me. They say, oh, you, thank you. They look at me like I'm crazy, but sometimes you need criticism. Sometimes you just take it in, thank them for it, take it in, see if it belongs to you, and if not, put it back out in the world because everything doesn't belong to you. Everything is not yours. So, yes, so that is it for today's Butterfly Flow. Be kind. Thank you. This is Adrian Charleston. <laughs> oh, yes, Adrian Charleston. Definitely thank you for that, for that wonderful Butterfly Flow. And you're right, people should just be kind. Uh, you know, I, I don't know why people are just so comfortable being rude and nasty to other people, you know, for no reason, you know. Right. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and it's just so easy. It takes no energy and no effort to just, you know, just be nice, you know. But I think so many people yeah. in their heart is aren't that way. So it's it's kind of like it's like it's like a struggle for them to even pretend people. I believe. Right. It is. It is for a lot of people, and I, and I don't know why. It's just that people are so used to being being rude and having an attitude and all of that, that being kind and being nice to people is a, I, I do get looks from people <laughs> when I, when I, when I'm actually decent, they, they get it confused. I've had waiters or waitresses come out and hug me. I've had people just thank me and look at me like, Oh my goodness. Like it's such an anomaly, but if we do it more and, and do it with the people, you know, start with the people that you love, start with the people close to you. And then, Go from there. So, yeah. That's right, girl. <laughs> Child. Oh yes, oh yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and like I just want to add on to that. It just seems like being nice is just so rare that when you are nice, mm-hmm. either somebody, the people are suspicious of it, and they're oh, okay, what what he want, or what he must be up to something, or they think something's wrong with you. I like, think you're retarded if you're nice to them. Like, oh, bless, uh-huh. bless his exactly. heart. So <laughs> they think you're slow or something. If you're, if you're nice. that's, that's crazy. That's the world we live in, though. Let's right. go on ahead and bring our, our guest. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, we usually do plug away during this uh, during this part. Well, I'm still going to allow everyone to plug away. No, it, it doesn't matter. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to go into the topic. We're going to go back into the topic instead, which is open mic. But uh, – the callers, you guys are kind of dictating how we're going to, how we're doing. And though early in the, early in the conversation, early in the program, 
you know, we talked about the children and things like that. So whatever you guys want to talk about, it's all up to you. And also, if you want to plug away, you don't have to do it during this uh, segment. Just do it anyway. And if you're listening in on the link, give us a call at 929-477-3872. That's if you're listening in on the link. Or if you're listening in on an app or the website, anything like that, just give us a call, 929-477-3872, and then press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1, and we'll bring you on. Because if you're already listening on the, on the phone, all you have to do is press 1, and uh, we'll bring you on. All right, let's bring on Allie and Shay, and uh, we'll bring Brandon back on for a while, too. Allie, Shay, how you doing? Good. Good, good. Oh, yes. How you feeling? Good. Wide awake for right now. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm glad you're wide awake. All right. Bring bring Brandon. Brandon. Yes, sir. Yeah, you out on the road tonight? You driving the trucks? Absolutely, man. I'm I'm passing the Virginia Tech uh, exit, heading to Roanoke, Virginia. But um, so, um, the poem was nice. Um, it was well spoken, and it's necessary. Um, kindness. Um, it's kind of like uh, conversation. It it, it kind of rules um, over my life. I don't know about everybody else. And uh, exactly what you said, John, they kind of do think you're crazy. They think there's something wrong with you when you be kind to them. And uh, oh, yeah. it depends on where you're coming from with it. I like to come from the heart with mine. So a lot of times I believe what a lot of people may be thinking and want to say they don't. You have no choice but to accept it because it's coming from a good place. It's not being forced. And, um, uh, that took uh like years of commitment uh and being obedient uh, for me to be as humble as I am now. But John, you know me growing up when we were in school, you thought you thought the worst of me. And it's only because yeah. I I was doing what I was told, you know, and um yeah, well, not truly well, being authentic yeah, I, to myself. Yeah, true. But but B, you know what? I want to say this, man. We both both have grown up, and and we're both totally different from how we were back then. You know, so I mean, you know, I you know, I don't hold, of course, you know, I, all the stuff we've been through moving forward, you don't hold anything against you or or, or you know, think about any of that stuff. Because uh, I mean, you're, you we were that was when we were kids. We you we grown out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would never hold anything against anybody because I won't wouldn't want it held against me, you know. Learn how to, you know, love, live, and just let go. And uh, oh, your yeah. life would be so much better. Um, you know, and that's my therapy. And uh, I would just want to say congratulations to the young lady who did the poem. It was very nice. Oh, yeah. Again, if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press, press it. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say thank you, Brandon. It wasn't a poem, but I'm glad it glad it sounded poetic. Because <laughs> I am a poet. Nice. 
Yes, go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. I was just letting the listeners know if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press one. We're not talking about any particular topic tonight. It's open mic. If you want to talk about Chris Brown and, and, and what happened, if you want to talk about the young lady that was, you know, that was raped on Facebook Live, or if you want to talk about uh, any of the different topics, anything that's going on in the world right now, you're welcome to. All you have to do is press one. We'll bring you on. If you're streaming from the link or if you're streaming from the app, or if you own a website or any of the other uh, third-party websites that got something, all you have to do is give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1. All right. Let me go on ahead and bring on this next caller. Caller in the 980-312. You're on the air. Who is this? All right. My name is Deborah Miller, and I'm calling in about Chris Brown. I wish Chris Brown was settled down. New black token, Deborah Miller. Okay, there we go. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yes, I was saying I wish Chris would sit down, just take care of his child before he loses her. You know, out here messing with all these women and doing all these crazy things, I think he can do better than that. You And you are correct. I've been trying to get, you know what, as a therapist and life coach, I've been wanting to get a hold of him for years. I was like, I just want to treat him and help with his handlers. Like, people aren't handling him right. It's a lot of stuff that's just not, like, he, he needs some. And he's calmed down a bit, so I'm not sure about this other stuff, you know, this new stuff that's going on. Like, this just came out, and from what I hear is conflicting stories. So I don't know, so I don't want to speak on it. Like either way, but I do. I mean, either way, he still he still needs some some help. Get, help get his mind yeah. right and get himself together. So yeah, yes, I do agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you all for letting me speak. Thank you so <laughs> much for coming, and make sure you call in again too. <laughs> I sure will. All right. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you, Bye-bye. Deborah, and thank you for. Uh, you know, being a part of Blacktopia as well. Okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. All right, we got some more calling. Say what? Go ahead. Say what you're saying. Oh, this is Allie, and I was just going to say that, you know, I, you know, agree with what she was saying about Chris just, you know, getting his life together, but I know that's easier said than done, but you know, I think I read something about um, this new case where he was saying, you know, on Instagram that that's not his character or whatever. But I just think it's hard for people to believe that because it's hard for us to let go of other people's past. You know what I'm saying? We always want people to let go of our past. But, you know, because of things that he has done, you know, it's just hard for people to believe him. So I just hope that in everything he gets a fair shake. Oh yes, and, I definitely agree. You made agree. A, a very true statement in that that people want you, you know, you want people to forgive your past, but you don't want to forgive anybody else. That is that that's how that's the nature of people, in a nutshell. <laughs> yes. Yep. Exactly, and then and another thing too, they want to judge people, but don't want people to judge them. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yes, oh yes. Oh yeah, and I also want to add in before we bring on the next caller, you know, Adrian, I know you want to get a hold of him. 
uh, be his therapist and get into his mind and, 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 and help him out. But see, also, see, he needs a PR guy like me. I'll make a PR campaign mm-hmm. that's so great that it has him. He will be looking like a perfect angel after I'm done with him. He, mm-hmm. he, he'll be, you know, singing in Africa and holding hands with the kids and doing charity work and stuff like that. And, and, and he, yes, he'll be a do, he'll do a three tick two, 180, whatever it's called. You know. Oh yeah, I have him looking good. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and bring on the rest of the callers or another caller. We got some more people lined up. We're going to take all your calls. Everybody's going to touch the mic tonight. Caller in the 919-561, you're on the air. Who is this? Hey, Bruce. Is she on? Caller in the 919. I was muted. I was talking to you and was muted. My bad. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Um, This is Raven. (laughs) Fanfare. Love it. Um. And I think I want to hit on two topics tonight. Um, The Uh first one that I can kind of hit and quit really quick is to piggyback off of um, the comments that Miss Adrian um, was uh, saying um, about loving and coming from love and stemming from love. Um, But the question that I want to pose for all of us is um, do we truly even love ourselves? Because there's so many Uh of of us running around that don't even know our own worth, our own love, we can't expect that we will be able to then give that love if we're not giving it to ourselves. So um, please right. start loving yourselves. <laughs> um, because, but seriously, because that's where everything stems from. The, the relationship you have with yourself is the relationship um, that you're going to have with others, and the relationships you have with others are reflections of truly how you are with yourself. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two, just about this Chris Brown situation. I don't know if anyone has been paying attention, um, but ha- it has come out that the, um, the young lady who made the accusations was lying. Um, and so I know oh, we're saying that there already. are conflicts. Oh, that came out hours ago. Um, and oh, so, wow. So the couple of the couple of things that I want to talk about in um, in regards to that. Um, number one, I want to talk about um, photojournalism uh, and the age of alternate news and fake news, and how oh. a lie is able to run around the earth you know, mm-hmm. before the truth is able to even put its boots on. Um, and so, mm. again, this is not victim blaming. Um, this is not, you know, anti-Me Too movement, but this is about the idea that we live in this world now that a story can drop and people can start reacting to that story and we don't sit and give ourselves the, the time and to kind of have everything flush out, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so this might be a touchy uh, topic to kind of bring that point up on because, again, I don't want to come off, um, especially um, with everything going on in the social landscape right now with Me Too um, and uh, sexual harassment, sexual assault, et cetera. Definitely don't want to um, confuse those things. But I definitely want to talk about the um, component of the mediaism and how, you know, it's great that we have these tools of media and, you know, social media and how to get um, a word that is happening over here in certain regions to reach to other regions that would never even hear about it. But we also have to be careful that we're fact-checking. 
um, even yesterday when I'm seeing some of the, you know, memorials and tributes to MLK, you have people who are pro, um, you know, what is it, the make a, what do they call them, MAGAs or whatever? They're pro MAGAs that were celebrating yeah. openly Martin Luther King yesterday. That's a complete contradiction. And, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of these things go unchallenged. Um, something, something else I want to, I want to talk about was, uh, regarding Chris Brown, too, is mm-hmm. how hard it's been for him to kind of have this work on his image. You know, none of us know him. We don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. He could be every bit as nasty as we think he is. He could be every bit as good as we think he is. But I think that's something mm-hmm. that is interesting is how – Hmm. And again, I want to be careful because I'm not trying to. Um, let me just say my point, and then we'll and we'll see what happens with that. But um, I think it's so much harder for folk, and especially kinfolk, black folk, to hmm. um, <laughs> to rehabilitate. Uh, rehabilitate, mm-hmm. I guess, is the word I want to use here. Versus yes, yes. how others might be given chances after chances after chances after chances because to, mm. from what I see what I've been seeing is that since the whole Rihanna and Chris Brown thing which at this point now has been years it's been a decade hasn't it that right. has happened right. he's now he's now had a child he's now mm-hmm. become a father and to from what I've understood become very involved and active mm-hmm. as a father and that's that right, changed him Child. a lot but do a lot of yes. people point on that? No. Because is that going to make the news? No. Is that not going to feed right. into sensationalism? No, it's not. But the fact that now all of a sudden he's in Paris and now he's mm-hmm. partying and he's doing what young folks do all the time, now mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's a big thing. And, and the idea that you can't make mistakes as black folks in America, we can't. We don't have the opportunity to have second chances. We don't have the opportunity to make third and fourth. We do something wrong. We get skittles and wear a hoodie. We die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those yeah. there's a lot of things that are on my mind right now about these things. I see. Um, <laughs> as you can see, uh, and I can't stay long. That I apologize that I've kind of brought up some some things that might be of that might spark some or ignite some things, but I have to go. But I it will be free if you be in the chat <laughs> because, again, this is the radio station. The radio station should be a bridge to the, the um, Facebook page, if people didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I might have some time tomorrow. I don't have all the time. I can't give you all my time, but I might be peeking in even maybe later on tonight. Um, to kind of, if someone wants to engage with some of the things that I brought up, we can absolutely do that. So thank you, Blacktopia. I will see uh, you in the Facebook internet. Be nice and kind to the Al Gore internet. Stop being ignorant. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Raven. Yeah, Stephanie, thank you for the call, Raven. We appreciate that. Again, you can uh, talk about any of the topics that Raven brought up on the uh the thread in the Blacktopia Facebook group. Uh, if you're in the Blacktopia Facebook group, definitely hit that up and uh, add your own to it. And if you're listening to the program right now, we prefer you just call in and just add on to it. So uh, if you're listening in on the link or if you're listening in on an app or a third-party website, anything like that, give us a call at 
3872 and then press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1 and we'll bring you on. All right, let's see who's next. Oh, there was a caller that hung up. I think that area code Hello? was 57-something. Uh, whoever that – call in. Just call back in. We'll bring you on. Um, Allie, Shay, what would you like to say about any of the things that Raven brought up just now? You know, I was <laughs> – I feel like you'd be saying I should have took notes because it's like – Several different topics, <laughs> oh, yeah. but I mean, you. But I agree with like she was saying, just kind of like I was alluding to before. You know, you really don't know the person. So, one thing we try to talk about on our show is, uh, and that's why we like to bring awareness: is don't be judgmental. You know, I mean, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't know. I wasn't there. But that's part of the thing. Don't be judgmental. Even like you know, I think Adrian was saying. Okay, there's some issues that need to be addressed. So, you know, let's spend a little bit more time in prayer than in judgment. Oh yes, I totally agree. You know, uh, you know, just uh, anything other than just throwing stones. You know, right? Oh yes, throwing there's stones and wagging No, she brought up a lot of different good, great topics uh, that we can that we can go uh, expand on. Uh, yeah, I would like to say too what Raven said about we don't know him in his personal life. Uh, you know, all the all the things that can be spun in a negative light. Those are the things that always make the news. It's not you know you never hear about anybody. You know, actually not just for Chris Brown, but that pretty much goes for a lot of. Uh, I want to I was going to mm-hmm. say people in general, but I want to say it's our people, people. in general. They yeah. don't. People in general. Yeah, people in general. I think they don't. Yeah, you're right. They don't uh, shed light on any other races of people doing any good. It's only when you're doing something uh, that that's messed up that makes the news. Uh-huh. Um, and I also think yeah, too. I think. <laughs> no, I just said nothing. Oh. oh yeah. I I also want to say us as a society. I think that we just we run to this type of thing. You know, I think. Um, you know, there, there's like even like wellness, uh, Warm Wednesday. I know that's a, a part, uh, a portion mm-hmm. of uh, the Wednesday we have in the group. But the Warm Wednesday post is like, oh, people are yawning. Unless, unless I'm showing the uh, the Black Beauty Warm Wednesday post. Uh, oh yeah, people. The good news is like people are yawning, and you know. But if we talk about uh, why is a, a black woman with a white man, something like that, that it'll get 50,000 comments, you know, or, or, or things like that. Or, or even, or even not, not just something like that. I know that's a kind of a lighter uh, social issue, but things like murder and things like uh, uh, what, what a racist did or what Donald Trump did, that, 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 the things that are, that are just bad news. We have a lot right. to say about it, but good news is like we click the like button and forget that, that we press the like button on it. <laughs> you know, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Now, and Adrian, as, as a therapist, as as a as a psychologist, there, uh, Adrian, why do you think that we our minds tend to go there as a collector? Because it's um it's emotions, and sometimes just just sheer picking at emotions is what people 
think that they want to hear. And and happy and good is such a <laughs> foreign emotion to most that they don't really know what it feels like or what it should feel like or how it goes. So it's, it's one of those things that just because, like, you post a fight video, uh, somebody cussing somebody out video, all of that raises your emotion level. And even though people do post some of the good stuff with the crying and stuff, people don't want to feel that emotion because anger is the number one go-to emotion for most people. When you're depressed, you want to fight. When you're happy, sometimes you want to fight. When you're angry, okay, now is the time to fight. But (laughs) (laughs) that is the main emotion that people go to. It's, It's anger and frustration. And for some reason, people like to... Many people like to sit in it because that can, that's like one of the reasons with um, domestic violence victims, they feel that that strong emotion that they're feeling is love and it's not necessarily love, but that person isn't evoking an emotion that is strong and they confuse it for love. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. We got some more calls. Uh, but before we take the call, I just want to let everyone know if you're streaming from your phone, if you're streaming from the phone, all you have to do is press one and we'll bring you on. Uh, and if you're listening in on the link, if you're listening in on the app, if you're listening on one of these third-party websites that have the link up there, just give us a call at 929-477-2 and press one and we'll bring you on. We'll talk to you. Uh, this is open mic tonight. You know, we're letting everybody touch the mic. A lot of people said some great things. I'm loving everything, every topic that people are bringing up. So let's keep this moving. Caller in the 719-360. Caller in the 719-360. You're on the air. Who is this? What's up, man? This is Jason Martin. Jason Martin, how you doing? (laughs) I I was literally just reading that you were on the line. I was about to say, Jay. Jason's on the line, and then here you are. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Yes. Thank you. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Oh, we're doing well. On the show. Good, good, good. Yeah, I, I was I was listening a little bit to the topics. So I was just I was like I got the invite, so I was like, you know, let me let me say a little something. Let me chime in here, put my voice on a little bit. Yes. <laughs> so I believe the topic was just dealing with kind of I think I made a post not too long ago where it was just kind of really dealing into interracial dating and just noticing um I don't know, I just for me I just tended to notice just all the various double standards that you guys were just already speaking on. So it was just yeah, it's just really interesting. Um so I just noticed, like, yeah, when I've just always just seen such a change up in, in uh, black women's attitudes and how they carry themselves when they date white men, um, as opposed to black brothers. I just, it just seems like their inner femininity just really just vibrates. And, and I was just curious as to uh, if anybody else had noticed that besides myself. Uh, Jason, I, I want to add on. I want to say two things about that. Uh, I was actually thinking about your post earlier today in, uh, in Blacktopia, 
Uh, one, I want to say, I want to, before I ask, answer the question, I want to say this is one of the things I thought about. I noticed in the comment section, oh, let me put a disclaimer up here first. Uh, <laughs> to all the ladies, everybody listening, I love everybody. This is not a, a thing for us to be angry and, you know, because I know when when men express themselves in this way, it's like uh, Thanos puts on the, the the gauntlet and does the snap and then it erases half the members in the group. <laughs> you know, when somebody, when a, when a man says some things like this. But uh, but I just want to say it, it should just open up some dialogue and get some people to talk. And it's not to, it's not to hurt anybody. It's not to, for anything like that. So just kind of listen with an open mind. And if you don't agree, that's fine. Let's just, let's just show love and respect to each other. Let's not, you know, fight on this or anything like that. But I, I want to say that, Jason, when you made your post, it was a lot of people saying, how do you know? It's not like you know the inner workings of their relationship and this and this and that and blah, 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 blah. But you know what I've noticed? In the past, when there's a black man with a white woman, um, and I, I don't, I, you know, I don't date interracially. I, I strictly black women. But I want to say for those brothers that do date out of their race and and things like that, who have, you know, date out of race, black women will automatically say, "Oh, he just don't like sisters," or or, or he don't, mm-hmm. you know, he he they 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 know everything about this guy, the stranger. Yeah, he can't, he can't handle a strong black woman's attitude. He's he's a weak beta male type. Of, I've heard that argument. Yeah. Yes, yes, and and we've we've all heard this. But then when you said what you're saying, they're saying things like, "You don't know if that's true. You don't know those are just two people in love. Let it go. You don't know them like that." Okay, how come you can't say the same thing about the white, about the black guy who just happens to have a white girlfriend? You know, there's all kinds of assumptions. Oh, yes. Please tell us. <laughs> this is Adrian. How are you, Jason? Because I did comment on your post. And it's not... I'm doing really well. <laughs> it was more of what you stated in the post. Not, you know, not that... It wasn't a blanket statement. It was about something about the black woman is more submissive. She's doing this more. She's doing that more. And... Like, a lot of the women came on there like, how do you know? Like, how do you know she's more submissive? How do you know if she is doing all these things? Because when you're on the outside looking in, because it's for us, it seemed, and I don't speak for all black women. I don't date white men, so I don't know. Um, I'm me regardless, and, I mean, it is what it is. And I don't think I'm an attitudinal black woman. I don't think I fit in that stereotype either. So it's like, so some women and some did get offended. I, I saw the the exchange between yeah. people. Now wait a minute, girl. <laughs> but some of it was it seemed accusatory that we change or that these black women change their complete attitude of who they are and how they deal with life because they're dating a white man. Does that make sense? Um. Yes, that does make sense. Okay. Um, and it seemed like it was being put on all of us that all of us like like tomorrow if I started dating Chad, my whole outlook on life is gonna change. It's not. <laughs> I mean so that's, I, you know, yeah. honestly, I mean I guess we wouldn't know until you started dating Chad. I don't I mean, if you say yeah. it's not then I'm I'm inclined to believe that. Um, but no, mine was speaking on um situations that I have seen because in Colorado it's you know 
black people are definitely the minority. We're definitely around here, <laughs> but mm-hmm. we're, you know, Fair. black people aren't the central mecca of Colorado, as I'm sure you can assume. So yes. I've seen a lot of my fair share and a lot of it was speaking on um, personal relationships that I have seen where I, you know, say for instance, you know, um, where um, African-American lady that I knew who was dating my best friend and how combative and argumentative she was uh, and then dated another man and then just total change up. And I've seen it a lot. And it wasn't even with my peer group. I've also seen it in adults. And so I was like, huh, I don't think I'm the only one who notices that. And maybe I am. Maybe I am the complete black sheep and I'm the one in a million. But I don't think so. Okay. Um, and, 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 yeah. and if that's your experience, that go ahead, Miss. Um, is this Allie talking? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. So um, one thing just about that is I will say that a lot of times <laughs> – when guys are friends, you're like, oh, let me introduce you to this great guy. But when they're dating, it's a different person. You know, you don't see them in that arena. And I'm not saying, you know, that what you're saying that you've seen is not accurate. I'm just saying sometimes, like, I just had an experience where this guy was like, oh, yeah, he's a good guy, you know, he's da-da-da-da, whatever. But then when you're, like, dating, he's, like, possessive or, you know, um, not like verbally abusive like all the time, but just like downplaying you and stuff, little sly comments that you don't like. And so, you know, I just remember one time he did that and we were out in public and I was just I had just had enough that day and I was like, Look, you know, and I just mm-hmm. I wasn't very nice but that doesn't mean that I'm not a nice person. I would not treat him any different than I would a white man or anything like that. But that day I had just had enough, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it, with anything else, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. You just have to know the whole story. First of all, can I say, do I detect a, a, a Southern Bell accent? You do. Okay, okay, I know. I know. I had to point that out. I was like, oh, I like that accent. That's all the <laughs> comments. Well, <laughs> so, see, I'm a Southern Bell, and I would never I was going to say, so I'm a Southern Bill, and I would never show out in public because my mom taught me better. But when you've had enough, you've had enough. <laughs> I, I, I can get that, I and I do understand. Um, I do think that I, I personally am under the inclination of believing that we live in such a racially – charged society and that there's so much internalized racism within ourselves that it very well could be possible that we, that, uh, that individual self-esteem can be raised when they are dating somebody of the upper class. Um, and I do think that that can, can Um, happen. Jason, I I will stop you right there. Did you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you say upper class or other class? I just want to make sure. I said upper. I said upper class, and saying and and not saying that I believe white people are upper class, but just for the sake of the oh, okay. listeners, I said upper class oh. so that they can relate. But no, I do not believe okay. white people are the upper class. No. Thank you. 
but Thank I think you, their perception. I think for the for some black folks that their individual perception is that white people are the upper class and that their own personal self-esteem gets raised when dating somebody of that caliber. And so I think that that can cause a change in personality, depending on who you are. Um, like I said, in Colorado, it's, I, um, it's the racism here is very <laughs> subtle, but very noticeable still um and uh, yeah definitely i've i've come across lots of black women that are like oh dump daquan for david and you know that type of thing and so yeah it gets it gets intense where i'm at sometimes okay hey, there's, there's black men there's black men named david let's let's get that clear what do you say jay what do you want to I said there's black men named Chad, too. I know. I was just playing when I said that. Smarty. But, and, and really, oh. I can't. I was just chiming in, trying to help out people who do date outside their race. I don't, so I really can't give you a feeling uh, uh, in anything. But I'm, and I will That's say right, there's girl. not much that that an individual black man can say or do to me to make me not want to be with a black man. I'm going to say that for me. So, cause it hasn't happened yet. And mm. yeah. <laughs> and right. you know, that you wanna, a, oh, well, uh, I just want to say we want to move on to the next caller, but uh, Allie, get that in. We want to move on to the next caller. Uh, definitely. Thank you, Jason. What were we going to say, Allie? No, I was just going to say another thought, too, is when he was talking about that is the fact that, you know, you're always better when you think you're going to get gifts and rewards. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes maybe the change is, ooh, i got to keep this person happier because I get, you know, more things. And so that might be one of the issues as well. I think that's honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, we're going to move on to the next caller. Jason, definitely thank you for calling in. Definitely kick it with us more. Uh, you, you, I know you do music, too, so you're welcome to plug anything right quick if you, if you want to plug before we get to the next caller. Um, there's, uh, there's, there's contractual obligations that I cannot speak of, but um, I will be going international soon. That's all I can say. <laughs> good, good. Definitely. I'm, I'm going to throw some claps on it for you. All oh, right, yeah. Jason, thank you for Oh, yes, no problem. Let's go on to the next caller. And, uh, again, before we take this next caller, if you're streaming from the link or an app or a third-party website or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. If you're already streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1. And we'll bring you on. It's open mic. We talk about anything tonight. We we've talked about everything from Chris Brown to to black the interracial dating, the kids getting whooped in the street, everything. We talk about everything tonight. A lot of people have said a lot of great things. So uh, let's keep this going. Caller in the four zero four nine nine three. You're on the air. Who is this? Yo, Jay. What's up, man? The mind. How you doing? Good. 
it's good, man. It's cold in the A. I, I was just listening to the. I just I just popped in and then like I just caught the last lady where she was talking about uh um about loving yourself <clears throat> and you know I always say if people that really love themselves would go would do natural things um you know because that's where the first love is at for yourself and you know I always say that I'm not attracted to people that wear makeup lipstick uh, mascara. That's a big turn off for me, but some people are. So um I guess everybody has their own taste, I guess, and and what's uh real because natural is as real as it gets and natural is showing that you really how much you really love yourself, that you only care about what you have to put out to the world. Um, then I heard the guy was talking about interracial dating and when a black woman dates a white guy. Now, I live in Alpharetta, and I see a lot of older, rich white guys date younger black women. Um, Just from personal experience and seeing a lot of things, from me, from my point of view, a lot of them do act different. You know, when a lot of them date black men, they sound like Barry White. But when they date white men, they sound like they drink and healing. Um, And just like Eve, just like the rapper Eve, just for instance, Eve was Eve came out and said she would never date a black man with two or three more kids. But she married a white guy with seven kids. So, you know, those things that you see in here um really, really uh sticks out to people. Especially when they're coming from in your own kind. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that yeah. definitely and I, and I will say to, to Eve's point, because I do love me some Eve, I mean, he was a millionaire. I'm saying, you know, some change will change There's your mind <laughs> about a lot of things <laughs> in life. I'm just saying. That's a lot of change. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And all, and even though, right, you know, girl. I don't know who you Child. date, but if a, a millionaire, billionaire woman came to you and she wore makeup and had fake weave and asked you to come on, and if you ain't married, you'd be like, you going to think about it real hard. <laughs> but but you, you know you, you know what I've I've known like I've dated like women that were married that married the men with money but their men always travel and really if they they really controlling and so you you think mm-hmm. that if you're in a relationship for the money then the money is going to control you about about right. three months ago an, an article came out where this young black woman was dating this white guy. And she, 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 she came on Facebook, and she was asking for help. She said, when they're out, he buys her anything he wants, new car, whatever. But when they're when they having sex, he calls her all kind of nigga bitch and this, this, and that. And I think if you pull up the story, you'll find it on Google. Bad. Yeah, I'm not she, looking for that. She, and <laughs> she, just talks, she just talks about how he just degrades her. But the next morning they'll get up and he'll go he'll go he'll go spend twenty thousand dollars on them. So if you went in for the money, well, you know I think sometimes something got a little fetishes in the bedroom, and so sometimes she might want to role play. Not saying that it's good though. (laughs) Some women some people like stuff like that where you hey baby pretend like you a slave and I'm your slave master. They throw money at it or something. That might be how they get off. 
You never know. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, she she put the article on Facebook because she was looking for help and saying that is this relationship healthy? And so everybody was like, first of all, <laughs> if he got to call you that and then take you out the next morning, he's feeling bad about the things he, the way he's treating you. But he knows that yeah. you're just there for the money, and sooner or later somebody else is gonna be there for the money. My thing mm-hmm. was like, okay, hurry up and hurry up and get pregnant by him. So you know, <laughs> so even though if you do left. He's still paying you, but if, if if that's how you look at the situation, because um, that's how a lot of people look at it, you know. And then like I look at the Chris Brown, you know, this, this is so Chris Brown has been framed for rape like about ten times in the last ten years. There's one came out where the girl best friend, when she tried to get her best friend to collaborate, that Chris Brown did this and that to her while she was there, and she came out and said, "No, I'm not going to say that." Because Chris Brown is a good friend of mine, and she so she she even turned her text messages over to the DA that showed that the girl was asking her to back her story up that he raped her. Mm-hmm. When when I think when 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 you're a celebrity, you really have to. I look at people like LeBron James. Um, you really have to put good people around you, and and that that's one thing. Because if you got good people around you, they're gonna steer you away from a lot of things like like what's happening now. Even 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 Nelly has came up on rape, but then the case got dropped <clears throat> because the girl said they were on the back of the bus drinking, and she got mad because after sex he threw a hundred dollars at her and tell her get out of here. But then it's not rape; you're just mad because he won't let you stay on the bus. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it's, it's a lot of things that I think before it hits the because a TV show is called a program. So when it's showed on TV or whatever, it's a program. It's trying to program you to, to think a certain way. And that's why I always try to tell people, just try to keep an open ear and read read the whole thing and look get try to get both sides before before you start uh dropping the hammer. Yeah. Oh Chris, yes. He, Chris Brown's actually been released. I saw that too. Once Raven said, you know, that he's been the stuff has been dropped, so they found out that she wasn't telling the truth from what I could, could see from the news. I was trying to watch the news as we were talking, too. But they did say he's been released from jail and all of that. But, you know, that's not going to spread, as Raven was saying. It's not going to spread as quickly as him being arrested for it. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. DeMond, thank you for the call. we got only a few seconds left, so we're going to let our guests say some final words. Uh, uh, Shay, the coast. <laughs> Shay, is there anything you want to say right quick? Uh, oh, thank you, uh, Jay, for allowing us to be on the show today. I really enjoyed it. Um, I would like to be on again. I'm just getting a feel of what it's like, but thank you so much for inviting us. Oh, yes, we certainly will. Allie, anything you want to say? Um, as my coach said, just thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed the banter back and forth. And just um, continue to keep up the good work. Oh, yes. As your coach said, that's that's your new nickname now, <laughs> Shay. I'm you, We're going with that. Adrian, Adrian, is there anything else you yes. want to say? Oh, no, just thank y'all for um, being guests and coast with each other. <laughs> and I uh, can't wait to hear more from your show and everything that's going on with you all. And thank you for having uh, having me on as well, Jay, even though you almost forgot me. Yeah, I'm bringing that back up. That was two hours ago. <laughs> Who is this? 
Wait, who said that? <laughs> oh, oh, Adrian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Definitely. Keep Thank it you up, all. Jay. <laughs> Say what? I said, keep it up, Jay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to have to fight everybody, huh? <laughs> all, right. all right. Thank you all for calling in. We do this every Tuesday night. Black Topia presents Roundtable Talk Radio with some guy named Jay and Adrian Charleston. Everybody, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.